Today on In Grace, we're in Jerusalem to talk to Joel Rosenberg and get a Mideast update. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Hi, this is Jim Scudder, and today on In Grace, we have a very, very special program for you. As we often do on Fridays and weekends, uh, we take you out from the pulpit of the Quinton Road Baptist Church, and that's where I get to preach on Sundays and Wednesdays, but then we take you somewhere. Today, we're going to take you to the beautiful city of Jerusalem. We're going to Israel. We're going to be sitting down at the TBN Israel studios to interview my friend, Joel Rosenberg. Now, Joel Rosenberg is a man that's been writing Christian fiction books for years. And a lot of his books have been surprising to people because his fiction has often come true. Some of the aspects of 9-11 actually came true uh, that he had written before 9-11 and some other things like the overthrow of Saddam Hussein. Now, He's not saying he's a prophet, but it's just interesting to know that as he writes, some of those things come true. Very good writer, by the way. And not just fiction. His nonfiction is excellent. I was kind of a late comer to read some of his stuff. I had heard about Joel Rosenberg. I just really didn't take the time to read his stuff. But then I read a book called Enemies and Allies he wrote a little while ago, and I was intrigued. I went to interview him a few years ago, and now we get to hear from him again and get an update on what's happening in the Middle East right now. So if you're interested in Israel, in all the countries surrounding Israel, if you're interested in Bible prophecy, if you're interested in what is America doing today to protect itself from the enemies uh, and the same enemies that we have, North Korea, China, uh, even Russia, are the same problems that Israel's facing. They're closer to it, but the, the people that want Israel to be annihilated are the people that want America to be annihilated. So Joel Rosenberg, an evangelical uh, Jew living in Israel, has a certain perspective, and he runs a news organization that really helps people stay on top of what's happening in the Middle East. So today we're going to be interviewing him and learning much more about what's happening in Israel and in the Middle East. And I think you will be blessed as we talk to him. Now, right before we go to him, let me tell you about the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple. This was another story when we were in Israel. It came to us, the story of the red heifers, the story of the yearning to rebuild the temple. And we interviewed rabbis. We went to a special place on the Mount of Olives that is prepared for the sacrifice of the red heifer. We tell you the story of how they came from Dallas, Texas to Israel. Uh, we tell you the story about a heart-making couple that are making David's heart for temple worship for the first time in thousands of years. We tell you about a man who's growing plants that will be used for the temple incense. We show you some wooden beams that might've come out of Herod's temple or even Solomon's temple. We interview a lady that that was able to put the geometric patterns back together for the tile floor of the temple of Jesus' day. This and so much more is in this series, the three-part video series, The Quest to Rebuild the Jewish Temple. You need to get the series either by DVD or digital download. Now, how can you get it? 
you can contact us here at InGrace, and we would be happy to send you this video series as our thank you for your gift of any amount. When you give to InGrace, you have my promise to make sure that we use your money carefully and wisely for the gospel. And you get this great thank you in the mail or digital download, The Quest to Rebuild the Jewish Temple. If your gift can be $35 or more, we're gonna send you another full video series called Armageddon's Dawn. Filmed in Israel, Joel Rosenberg's on there, Randall Price and others, and we have a whole timeline basically going through the book of Revelation so that you can understand Bible prophecy. And we'll send you the Armageddon's Dawn prophecy chart. All of this for your gift of $35 or more, and we would love for you to take advantage of these resources today. One last thing I'd like to mention. In Grace also has travel opportunities. We'd love to take you to Israel and show you this amazing land. Our next trip is in February and you can get a free brochure when you go to our website, ingraceradio.com, click on travel. And while you're there, check out our Alaska Creation Cruise this July. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at In Grace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Hey, Joel, good to have you back on In Grace. Good to have you back here in yeah. Israel. It's been 15 months since we've sat down and talked with you on In Grace. Yeah. How much has changed in the world in the last 15 months? Well, we've had a few birth pangs. <laughs> um, you know, it's still striking to me to live in an era not only where end times Bible prophecies coming true, the fact that Israel exists, the Jews are streaming back into the land, my, my own family included, um, rebuilding the ancient ruins, making the desert bloom, right? We know that, um, but when you see the wars and the rumors of wars, and then you see the pandemic, I mean, you're talking about almost 7 million people uh, died worldwide, and uh, that's just extraordinary. We've never seen anything quite like that in the last hundred years. So again, 15 months ago, it was around November of 2021, which we last sat down and talked. And uh, the pandemic was kind of over, but it really wasn't, you know. And it seems like finally things are back to normal. Yeah. Uh, we have an, a tour group here in Israel and yeah, we had right. about 120 people that wanted to come to Israel. And it seems like tourism is back. Yes. All of the sites are full. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of a little bit of a pain, but I'm happy for Israel. Uh, no, right? no, it's good. But the pandemic, let's talk about that because not only all the people that got sick and died and that's awful, but we also saw a lot of uh, countries really like cracking down on citizens and restrictions. And it it seemed to me like the whole world was doing this. And that seemed unprecedented. Like that's never happened before. Did, did that feel a, like a taste of what's to come with, you know, with, with our view of Bible prophecy and the end times and a world leader that's going to control the whole world and no one can buy or sell without his mark right. of loyalty? Um, it, it kind of seemed a little bit to me like some pieces of that coming together in a worldwide scale. We would say in Hebrew, mea achuz, 100%. Yes, it's not a taste. It's now you add this. I'm not sure that any of us, even those of us who teach on Bible prophecy, foresaw how rapidly 100% of the governments in the world would tell you you can't leave your house, that you cannot go to church, that you cannot buy or sell um, except in, you know, at this certain moment, on this certain situation. And it just shows that the, the mechanisms yeah. 
for all the things that the that you know prophecy tells us are all being set into place and uh it's not we're not supposed to be unnerved but it can be unnerving we also talked about russia and it was before the invasion yeah and now it's been a year uh, since russia has invaded ukraine I'm not sure what I told you. Are well, you I'm trying about to, think, to roll in some yeah, clip. That I'm trying like, to think. Oh, back. it'll never happen. <laughs> no, I think I think you're on the side of no. He's you know this is serious because you had just written the book Enemies and Allies, yeah. and a big part of that book was warning the world, especially evangelical Christians, about who Vladimir Putin really yeah. was, and so maybe go through that where. Where are we at today with that, and where do you think this is all going to go? How much time did you say we had in the show? Uh, okay, so yes, Enemies and Allies, uh, as a nonfiction book, uh, you know, I spent several chapters just unpacking who is Vladimir Putin because my view prior to the invasion roughly a year ago um, by Russia into Ukraine was that people weren't really taking Vladimir Putin seriously. And I'm like, I, I really was struggling to comprehend why not. The good news, it, it's a horrible disaster. Uh, we're talking about like 300,000 people dead, 14 million uh, displaced, um, Putin threatening, openly threatening to use tactical nuclear weapons on the battlefield. And as of you and I recording this, he hasn't. But I, I would say it's a better than 60-40 chance that he does. Hmm. Uh, I pray that he doesn't, but I think he's losing. Putin is being humiliated. Well, tactical nuclear weapons, if, if that does happen, and I hope you didn't just predict that, um, it, what would happen then? I mean, the West has to respond. How the, how's the West going to respond? I mean, what, what could the United States do? I, I, I don't see any support. And then the world changes. Now the worst dictator in the, in the world who is losing, suddenly, what's the next target? Because who's going to stop him? And, and, and if, he's if he's teaming up with China, Mike Pompeo was just on my show, the former CIA director, former Secretary of State, a reader of my novels, which is fun. And he's, he, he told me on the TBN show, uh, the Rosenberg Report, that uh, Xi Jinping, the leader of China, he's the most dangerous man in the world. That's because of what he could do. That, he, that in the next couple of years, while Biden is still in power, completely weak, Putin's been the first guy out of the gate, first evil dictator to go, I want something, now's the time to get it. Putin didn't invade anybody when Trump was in power. Right. Whatever you think about Trump, Putin didn't invade anybody. He did during Obama, he did during George W. Bush, didn't during Trump, has done it during Biden. So there, who are the other powers? Iran is thinking, well, if we we're ever gonna go break out and go get the bomb, Maybe these next two years, maybe that's the window. They just said they're going to enrich to 84%. Yeah. That's just shy of military nuclear weapons grade uranium. And then you got China thinking, well, we want Taiwan. Maybe we have a two-year window. Hmm. Maybe this is the moment. Now they're seeing Putin losing in Ukraine, so that's got to cause them to hedge a little bit. But Jim, what my point is, this is Biden's surrender in Afghanistan and his slow response in Ukraine has created an open field for every bad guy in the world to go, maybe, maybe the Republicans are coming back or, or a Democrat who is coherent in national security 
But as long as we have this window, what should we go get that we currently don't have? It's well, a terrifying window. It is. Yeah. And it's almost like this is a catalyst that can lead to just awful things. But the Bible does predict awful things are coming. Yeah, unfortunately, so, that is true. You know, uh, people cry for peace and there is no peace. Right. You're listening to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr., Are you interested in the end times prophecy of the rebuilding of the Jewish temple? Then you need to watch In Grace's new video series, The Quest to Rebuild the Jewish Temple. Jim Scudder Jr. will take you to amazing sites like the Temple Mount, the Dome of the Rock, and the land on the Mount of Olives purchased for the sacrifice of the red heifer. Jim Scudder has exclusive interviews with experts and people involved in rebuilding the temple. This new series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to In Grace. Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to witness prophecy being fulfilled before our very eyes and see how all of this impacts our world today. When your gift is $35 or more, Jim Scudder will also send you an incredible eight-part video series called Armageddon's Dawn and a beautiful End Times Prophecy Chart. Don't wait. Get this video series today to order the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple. Call now, 800-78-GRACE, or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. So we have Benjamin Netanyahu and some challenges that he has, but one of them, Iran, of course. Yeah. Is Israel safer today, though? Uh, with him and his government because they really, they're they're right wing, but that means conservative and they're definitely going to be stronger on protecting Israel. Is Israel safer with him as the prime minister? Absolutely. Uh, Netanyahu has been dealing with Iran for 30 years, right? He wasn't prime minister for all of that, but he's the longest serving prime minister in the history of the country. He was a special forces commando uh, with the most elite unit in Israel. He's been wounded multiple times in battle. You know, his brother gave his life for the country. Uh, This is is one of the founding families of the country. And he understands military uh, battle. But because his brother, his older brother was killed, he also knows the pain that every Israeli family feels if they lose one of their loved ones, one of their son, a daughter, a father. So... He's, he's very careful. One of the things he's done over the years is use anything but what would be called kinetic warfare, going all out into obvious war, dropping bombs, you know, using special forces, using intelligence, using cyber warfare to slow Iran down. But if we have to go into a full-on war because Biden doesn't get it and, and Iran's at 84% and no one else will do anything, do Israelis trust Bibi at the helm? Absolutely. And if they didn't, then somebody else would be the prime minister. Everybody knows that that's our biggest issue that we're facing. And that's also why they're frustrated with this judicial reform, because they feel like there's such unity on the big issues. Why are we dealing with? But this is judicial reform is a big issue. But my point is, yes, I feel safer. I would say almost every Israeli feels safer. Even the people that disagree with Bibi, (laughs) I think, feel safer with his hand on the button, as it were, you know. You get to talk about all these issues now on a weekly basis on television. Yeah. TBN, the station that we are on Wednesday nights, you're on Thursday nights, the Rosenberg Report. Uh, 15 months ago when we last talked, uh, this wasn't a thing. No. Um, and I, I've asked you offset, uh, did you realize how much time this is going <laughs> to take? You didn't, but we're thankful that you're doing this show because we're getting real-time information from Israel. You have amazing guests. So tell me about the Rosenberg Report and are you okay (laughs) taking all the extra time? Well, um, 
yeah, I have a few other things going on, right? I, I'm a novel writer. I'm writing a new novel right now. I've got a new novel coming out May 16th. Um, I also run two news websites, all Israel news and all Arab news. So yeah, it's not like I needed an extra thing on my plate. I've got a great crew and a great team and they make it as easy as it can be for me. Okay, so all Israel news, all Arab news. I get it. I love Thank it. You. I right. go through every day, every story that your staff and you send our way. It keeps me informed because your your finger's on the pulse and you're not only going to tell us what's going on here in Israel, but also you're going to give us some analysis a little bit too, which is helpful. And what it mean, what's happening and why it matters. Yeah, right? so all, all Israel news, people can search for that and... I would definitely subscribe, uh, have everyone subscribe it's to that. It's free, the email, and it the is. daily emails are free. Yeah, and it is. So um, I've benefited from that, I'm and glad. I do appreciate uh, what you do with that. You are an author. That's how we first met. I read your book, Enemies and Allies. And, and you came to see me anyway, so that was nice. <laughs> no, uh, that was a great book, enjoyed it. And then I've been hearing about Joe Rosenberg for years in your fiction, and I just haven't taken the time. So before I interviewed you last time, I read the first book, I think 2001. One, yeah. Uh, the right. last well, it came out in 2002, but I wrote right. it in right. 2001. And yeah. The Last Jihad, and, and in that book, you had kind of uh, some ominous, you weren't predicting, but your, your fiction actually came true. So since that day, and since that interview 15 months ago, I have finished your fiction. That's amazing. And I'm wow. waiting <laughs> for the, the next one, which okay. I've already pre-purchased. Thank you, wow. So tell me more about that. May your tribe increase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's taking my time, but here's what I like about it, Joel. It's fiction, and I don't usually read fiction, but every book I read, I'm learning something from the real world because your information is based on, this is like, it's almost like reading current events in an exciting way. So it's fiction, but to me, it's like real world information, and I'm gaining that. So what's next? The Libyan Diversion. It comes out May 16th. And the short version is uh, my main character, former Marine, former Secret Service agent, now he's with the CIA. And he's hunting the world's most dangerous terrorist, a guy named Abu Nakba, which is Arabic for father of catastrophe, okay? And he's been hunting him for several books. And now Abu Nakba has basically lured uh, Marcus Riker into ungoverned spaces in Libya as a diversion. And, and he's trying to get Marcus and the United States so focused on other things, phantoms, basically, diversions, while he, while Abu Nakba sneaks terrorist cells and nuclear weapons into the United States to set into motion um, a mass casualty event a thousand times worse than 9-11. Uh, there's a lot to worry about. You've given me a lot more to worry about. Well, happy to help, you know. Yeah, so um, talk about grace for a second. Talk about um, the peace that we can have through Christ and how you found that, and we'll wrap it up with this. Just give give us some hope, give us some, some peace here, uh, and talk about Jesus and what he means to you. You have come to the city of hope, okay? Jerusalem symbolizes, it doesn't even symbolize, it, Jerusalem is the epicenter of hope. This is where God decided, that's my city. That's my, my mountain. That's my son. That's the cross. That's the empty tomb. This is where I'm going to do it all. Anyone who needs hope in their life for eternal life, for peace in this world, for peace that passes under all understanding, for wisdom, for it all comes from Jerusalem. It all comes from Christ. 
And that's why Satan hates this place, uh, because it's the epicenter of God's plan. You know, Satan hates Israel because God loves Israel. Satan wants to turn this city into a city of bloodshed because God calls it Jerusalem, the city of peace, right? Satan wants to destroy and desecrate the Temple Mount. Why? Because God wants it to be holy, right? Satan is the anti of everything that God is. And so everything that God has chosen and loves, Satan is against it. So this is the hope if we fixate on the Messiah that has come. And the reason all these bad things are happening in the world the, the pandemic, the invasions, uh, the earthquakes that just have taken out hundreds of thousands of souls uh, and destroyed millions of lives, uh, millions of homes in Turkey and Syria and all the other bad things that are happening in the world. Why? It's not judgment yet, Jim. In my view, judgment's coming, but we're not there yet. What this is, is God keeping his word when he said in the Hebrew scriptures, I will shake all the nations, right? Habakkuk or Hosea. I will shake Israel among the nations, right? God is shaking the world right now. These are the birth pangs, right? You can use whichever analogy, shaking or you know, birth pangs squeezing. Why? God is letting Satan do horrible things. God is sovereignly allowing that so that people will freak out. So they will let go of anything they thought was gonna bring them hope or security other than Christ, whatever religion, whatever finances, whatever health they had, whatever political ideology, none of it's gonna matter. And, and, and God in his mercy is shaking people, shaking the world physically, economically, politically, spiritually, so that we all give up anything we're holding on to other than Christ. And those of us that are holding on to Christ, that we're not just like, yeah, I abide in Jesus. No, clinging. I know abiding in Christ, very biblical word, uh, John 15. But I find myself using the term clinging, that I can't just abide. Like, th that's for peaceful times. This, these are not peaceful times. This is the most stressful area, era, I would argue, you know, certainly since World War II. And I think we're going, it's going to get worse. So we've got to cling to Christ, and he's our only answer. And the sooner we get that and live that way, the better. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Good Joel. Good to see you, Jim. Bless you. I think you've got some preacher in you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. This world is a scary place. And we've heard a lot from Joel Rosenberg that might disturb you. Well, let me just tell you this. There is hope. There is peace. There is grace available. And so how can we be sure that God has forgiven our sins. How can we be sure that we belong to him? Let me explain this. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The Bible says that you and me have sin. We are sinners. We cannot save ourselves. This is God who's righteous and perfect. Our sin separates us from him. What are we gonna do? Jesus came and paid for our sin on a cross here in Jerusalem. He was buried, the third day he rose again. He paid for our sin on the cross. He's alive and he wants to save you. He wants to bring you peace and joy and fulfillment in your life. How can you be saved? He says, just believe in me. In other words, put your hand of faith in his hand. And once he has his hand on you, you will never ever be taken out of his hand. 
That's the greatest news in the entire world, and I hope that you've put your faith in Jesus today. You're listening to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. Are you interested in the end times prophecy of the rebuilding of the Jewish temple? Then you need to watch In Grace's new video series, The Quest to Rebuild the Jewish Temple. Jim Scudder, Jr. will take you to amazing sites like the Temple Mount, the Dome of the Rock, and the land on the Mount of Olives purchased for the sacrifice of the red heifer. Jim Scudder has exclusive interviews with experts and people involved in rebuilding the temple. This new series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to In Grace. Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to witness prophecy being fulfilled before our very eyes and see how all of this impacts our world today. When your gift is $35 or more, Jim Scudder will also send you an incredible eight-part video series called Armageddon's Dawn and a beautiful End Times Prophecy Chart. Don't wait. Get this video series today to order the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple. Call now, 800-78-GRACE, or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on InGrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr., InGrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in next week as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on In Grace Radio.